0: The experts will be featured from all over the world, supporting you in becoming that badass divine goddess that you were born to be. Amber Renee, serial entrepreneur, businesswoman extraordinaire is on my podcast. And I'm so excited for this episode because... She's really going to reveal and pull the curtain back about what it takes to connect with your divine feminine, with your divine goddess, and also be a fucking badass in business. She is someone that has so much experience when it comes to being an entrepreneur, and I'm really excited for her to share some of her daily routines and what keeps her aligned with her divine goddess. And here we go. it's so great to have you on this podcast and have you on this episode. I know that I've gotten to connect with you so many times for different series, and I always appreciate you being a yes to me, and I'm just excited for you to share some more about yourself with this audience. I'm excited too, Melane. We've spoken about so many
1: juicy topics, and you and I <laughs> seem to always find some really gold nuggets. I think you're an excellent interviewer. You always seem to find some wisdom that I didn't even know that I had. So I'm excited. <laughs> oh, well,
0: thank you for that lovely compliment. I received that in gratitude. And I'm excited too. You have so much life experience, and you're such a young person to have so much life experience, I think. So I'm just excited for you to share with the audience about who Amber really is and what she's up to. but. Before we get into that, what to you does goddess mean? Because I know in the industry it can be overused a lot and maybe the meaning gets a little diluted, but what does it really mean to you to be a goddess?
1: Mm, So my background obviously is in the fashion and and the beauty kind of industry. So for me, being a goddess really means not only stepping into my true authentic power, which I know that I'm sure every single one of your guests is talking about today, but just a little different spin that I think I can maybe add to the conversation is to also adorn this beautiful body of ours in a way that makes us feel good. So this was a lesson that I've learned over the years. Me naturally, I'm a naturally, you know, I love bling and color and bright things and sparkles and anything that's a bit fun and outrageous. And over the years, I've kind of dulled this down. So even even recently, so a a story that I'll share with you guys, I went to Ubud in Bali recently, and and I was staying there for a month. And when I arrived, I noticed that everyone in Ubud wears kind of the same kind of uniform, right? Like it's Mm. sort of very sort of hippie and a little bit daggy. And here I am in my kind of uniform, which is very glam and sequins and sparkles. And I was like, oh, babe, Amber, you don't You shouldn't be wearing this here like you need to fit in like go and get yourself some daggy brown pants and I did I went and bought myself like the daggy old uniform and I started wearing it and after about a week I realized that my self-confidence had dropped my self-esteem was feeling really bad I wasn't you know I was looking in the mirror and not liking what I was seeing and I realized that and I mean granted I was fitting in right I looked like everyone else so I wasn't stepping out of the line too much I was making sure I was fitting in but I, I for me personally It was making me feel very inauthentic and also very much like I didn't really like myself anymore. And so I was like, yo, you have to stop this. So I went back to my sparkles. I went back to my full face of makeup and my everything blingy and colorful. And right immediately, I felt like myself again. Mm. So I know this sounds so superficial, but I really believe that what we're putting on our bodies has such a huge impact in the way that we're showing up to the world And so if for you, it means that you're going to wear a red lipstick and sparkles in a place that no one else wears red lippy and sparkles, but it makes you feel really good, then I'm all about empowering women to do that. So that's what goddess means to me. So goddess means to me showing up in a way physically. I mean, obviously it, it is all about energy and I know all of your guests are talking about that, but also, you know, for me as well, it also means showing up in a way physically that makes you feel like a goddess.
0: I love this. And thank you so much for sharing that story with all of us, because I think that when it comes to the external, some of us are like, oh, well, that might be superficial. But the reality is that the vehicle, the vessel of those clothing, that really does embody what we're embodying. So if I'm walking around in clothes that really aren't authentic to me, it does translate a different energy and it does kind of feel out of alignment. And I love that you were so vulnerable about that because it really is such a um, analogy of like the world, how we can fall in, in line with what fitting in looks like and even with clothes. So I think when we're fully expressing ourselves internally, it shows on the outside too. And sometimes it's scary because maybe how we want to show up is really different than other people. But I think that that's what's authentic for us. And it makes us feel like that badass
1: goddess that divine goddess that we are. And if you think about all the times like let's throw back to a time where you had it all going on. So you maybe you had a special occasion happening so you had actually had enough time to do your hair and makeup that day. You actually had enough time to put on a great outfit. And if you think about how you were being received in the world when you were showing up like that, Think about how people were, were receiving you. You were being listened to. They were giving you an enhanced level of trust and authority. You were getting extra respect than you normally do. So even just by showing up in a way that is authentically you and you know has whatever you need to feel good about yourself, it does really impact the way that we get received in the world. And you know it can have a huge impact on our business as well. So hmm. it does really impact on our bottom line if we have an enhanced level of trust and credibility because then people start to buy more with us.
0: Yeah. You know what? I love how you kind of weave this right into my next question, which was Mm because I know you're a serial entrepreneur and I know you have a lot of experience in the business and the corporate world. And I really love this idea of like how we're showing up externally really does give off an energy and a vibe and whether or not we want to believe it, people are making an assumption about us within the first few moments of meeting us. Mm -hmm. And if we're not taking that extra time, to take care of ourselves and show up in a way that authentically expresses who we are. Yeah, that could really ruin a business deal and so many other things. And like, you know, it's funny, Amber, because my business coach actually was just talking about this too at our last mastermind. And she said something that really hit home because in my mind, I was like, yeah, but I'm not going to get dressed up every single day because that's Mm -hmm. not authentic to me. But she was like, You don't have to get dressed up and blow out your hair every moment of every day. But when you're out there doing a business deal or doing something that matters on video, show
1: up as powerfully as you can. Absolutely. And even not just for your audience to connect with you and to resonate with you, but even just for yourself, Mm -hmm. even just to build your own self-confidence and to feel so much better about yourself. Because a lot of the women that I work with have a lot of issues with you know, showing up on camera, showing up in person, doing Facebook lives, doing anything that requires them to be front facing and doing simple things like putting on a little bit of hair and makeup, putting on a red lippy, very basic things that we're all capable of doing really does breed confidence. It's true.
0: And it really does translate. I mean, I'm getting up really early every day to do these Facebook lives. And a lot of the comments that they're making, aside from like different breakthroughs that they're having, of course, is like, Oh my God, you look so beautiful. I love that you have yeah, this yeah. lipstick on this, that, and the other thing. And how long did it take me to get ready? Maybe about 20 minutes, but I'm putting in yeah. that effort because I'm showing up on camera. And like, you know what? There might be some days that I show up not as great because I got up later in the morning, but on the overall consistently, it's really about, sh- it has nothing to do with anyone else. It has everything
1: to do with how I'm showing mm-hmm. up for myself.
0: So I love this conversation.
1: And I loved what you, you talked about earlier, you said take care of yourself and it is really a self-care practice, you know, putting yourself together in a way that makes you feel good about yourself means that when you're leaving the house, you've got a spring in your step, you've got your shoulders back, you've got your head held high and you're walking with confidence because you know that you feel good about yourself and, you know, I think we've been taught to not do this, right, we've all been taught to not stand out, we've been taught to not even wear our nice things. I'm sure you've got all your nice things at home, melaine packed mm. away in the nice drawer that you wear, you know, once a year on your birthday. So I'm all about wearing these things and doing these things every day because they do really have a huge impact in how we're showing up in the world and how we're being received as well.
0: It's so true. And not worrying about, because I think the other side of all of this too is like, am I being judged for showing up in a particular way that makes me stand out? So I know that that's a conversation that could definitely come up for women. What would you say to those women when that kind of self-doubt or insecurity or worry crops up? Like, will I be judged or criticized because I'm like
1: overdoing it? You know what I mean? I think personally that you want to stand out because when you're standing out and you're speaking in an authentic way and, and you're showing up with you authentically, you're attracting the people that you start to build an attraction business because people see you and they know immediately that you're for them or not. So when people see me on social media, when they see my ads, you know, I've got red lipstick, I've got a blowout, i got the big earrings, like I've got a lot going on. So when people see me, they either immediately like me and are drawn to me or they immediately go, no, she's not my girl. Mm. So the people that are immediately drawn to me, they are like, wow, I love this girl. She's so unique. She's so different. I love what she's all about. And they are immediately fans. And I think that's what you want to be in this crowded and noisy marketplace. You don't want to be the same as everyone else because then people look at you and they go, oh, yeah, well, she's kind of like everyone else and I kind of follow a couple of girls that are kind of like that, so why would I follow her? So I do really think you need to be, you know, really unique and really bold and stand out. I love that. I think that that's
0: so cool and and such a great piece too because something that you just said is like the people that are for me, that are for Amber, that resonate with me immediately by seeing my vibe and seeing what I'm putting out there – They're attracted to me. The people that aren't for me, they'll be repelled immediately. And great. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. So I know that you're a really busy woman and, well, let's say abundantly full. And you have a lot of different things that are going on in the entrepreneur world. How do you really stay true to you? How do you own your own goddess and stay connected without getting too caught up in what's going on externally, Are is there any practices that you use or that help kind of keep you centered and grounded in you?
1: Mm, I'm trying to think of a practice that would not have already been mentioned on this podcast. Cause I know that everyone is meditating, I'm sure. And I know that all of your tribe is sort of doing a lot of health and wellness. So let me try and think of something that probably no one is doing. May, and this is something that I've sort of recently gone deep in is kind of like an ecstatic dance five so I I if you ever followed me on social I do a lot of dance classes where it's you know you go there and you learn a routine and you do your do your dancing but um I spent a lot of time in Bali last year and they do this ecstatic dance and so I was dancing ecstatically on Friday night Saturday night and Sunday so I did this for about a month and I realized at the end of that month I was glowing I mean I was a completely different goddess I was walking around just obsessed with my body because I'd been moving my body in this seductive way three days a week. I was feeling very vital in my hips and in my in my sexuality and sensuality because I really got to express that three days a week on the D floor. So I really tried to bring that practice home with me and tried to do as much freestyle dancing as I can. So now each night I do have like – I do a little – at home dance party all by myself in my underwear dancing in my living room and I just try to really connect into that sexual sensual feminine goddess energy which I think as as business owners it's very hard to connect to because I am so masculine in the business and I'm so like go 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 I'm a very fast person in everything so it's important for me to really connect with my feminine and I found that that was a way that really helped me do that so Mm. yeah have a little ecstatic dance at home. Oh, I love this. I
0: have chills all over Amber. First <laughs> off, I'm sure we both, because I my first ecstatic experience was in Ubud as well at the yoga barn. Yep, that's it. Yeah. And my friend's like, oh, we're going to go on the Sunday morning to this ecstatic dance. And I'm like, okay. Like in my head, I'm thinking, I've never experienced it before. And then I had so much resistance and fear mm-hmm. and so much stuff that showed up. But yeah, I mean, when I was in Bali for that month, I was doing every Sunday and Friday, they had the dance parties mm-hmm. and I was doing that. And by the end, I was just like you said, I was glowing. I mean, it was such a amazing experience. I think just as you were hitting points on really being able to connect to our power as women, releasing any of that crap that stagnant or stuck in our bodies. I think it's so powerful, but what a great idea. Cause I hadn't connected to that powerful piece in a while. So I myself, I'm like, Mm-hmm, I'll be doing that tonight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have a little boogie in your living room. It's amazing how quickly you start going, Oh, I actually love my hips. I love my curvy hips. And I love my, you know, round butt, like, look at how cute this is. You know, it, it does really connect you and makes you feel a lot sexier in your body whereas you know I find like a lot of the other movement you know especially if you're doing like exercise classes you don't feel good about your body you know you're kind of going well I got to move this thing and I got to pull this thing and I got to lift weights whatever it is whereas dancing really makes you feel really sexy in your own skin which I think is super duper important.
0: Yeah I love that idea and the other thing that's really cool that you're tapping uh, touching base on Amber is that a lot of us in the entrepreneur world as business women and you know, working women, we are in that masculine energy. And so doing something like this on a daily basis could really help us not only drop and connect with the feminine and the goddess, but really just to kind of uh, counterbalance that masculine energy
1: that's going on. Mm. And for everyone that's getting the same resistance that you're currently get that you had in a Budmeline, yeah, there is no right and wrong way to dance. You turn the lights off, you do a pitch black, and you just move your body. You shake, you jump, you rattle, you roll, whatever you need to do to just, as you said, release the energy that you've picked up over the week, and then to ground down into your feminine. So there's no right and wrong. If, if you've never done a dance class before, you can dance ecstatically. It's not like a, a choreography thing. It's just a movement thing to connect into yourself.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's a great point because I didn't even think about that. I'm like, oh yes, that's where I was a few last year in good in when I was really nervous. But I will say something that I did too, Amber, was I closed my eyes. So that way I wasn't mm-hmm. judging what was going on outside of me or what was going on internally. It allowed me to literally get out of my head, drop into my heart, drop into my body. It was pretty powerful. I love that you're bringing this up because I think There's so much that it can help in personal and professional life.
1: I mean, how goddessy is that? Having a little dance party in your living room with the lights out and your eyes closed and just moving sexually in your own skin. That's about as goddessy as you can get, right? Mm, Totally.
0: And I think the other thing that it really would hit home with is that when we're connecting to our body, because as you were mentioning before, you started connecting more to your divine power which is also making you feel more confident in your skin. Mm -hmm. And then that translates in your business and your bottom line.
1: Absolutely. It's all, you know, it all shows up in the same way, as we all
0: know. (laughs) Yeah, everything is always connected. I always say to my ladies, how we do one thing is how Mm -hmm. we do everything. And so I think that this is just such a powerful tool. So when it comes to business, when you put on that masculine cap, kind of, I guess, and like our because I know you're a very driven entrepreneur, are there anything else that kind of helps you still stay connected and true to your goddess, to your feminine power, aside from this piece around dancing?
1: I guess let's talk about actually scheduling time in for yourself, because I think this is another thing that uh, people forget to do. They just assume like, oh, well, I'll eventually get to Um, have time off or I'll eventually do my morning routine or I'll eventually, you know, when I'm not so busy, this will happen. But actually, you need to schedule yourself first. So if you're not able to actually have downtime and to rejuvenate yourself in whatever way that you need to do, then it would never show up in your life. So I think this is something, you know, actually scheduling morning routines in or scheduling time off in or scheduling yoga classes in whatever, or scheduling dancing in, unless it's in the diary it doesn't get done. So for me, my diary has got all of my, you know, my self-love practices, my self-care practices all built into my actual diary. And I actually keep a um, a whiteboard where I get a little check mark at the end of the day. If I've done my meditation, I get a little tick. If I've done my yoga routine, I get a little tick if I've done my money mindset stuff, which, you know, I love my money mindset stuff. So mm-hmm. I really gamify a lot of these personal practices and turn them into achievement. Because as you know, I'm a big achiever, so I need to achieve these things. So if I you know, set up like a little game where I get to tick it off and where it's in the diary, it feels like I'm achieving. And then my, my masculine mindset part gets to play along too. So it gets feels like it's got a bit of skin in the game as well.
0: <laughs> I love this. I think this is so awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And I love the idea of having that whiteboard and like ticking things off. I too do something a little similar where I write it down in this really beautiful journal like what my to-do list is and I kind of check as I go but yeah you're right you know and I think it was Marie Forleo who said something similar like if it's not in the calendar it's not happening and I think mm-hmm. that scheduling in these spaces for magic for self-care for whatever really lights us up for dancing you know while it's feeding the masculine it's also feeding our feminine which is so important especially as women you know we really need to keep that balance in check mhm I love that, Amber. Really powerful. So I know you're up to a lot of stuff. Would you mind sharing with the audience where they can best find you and and what you have going on for the rest of the year?
1: Thank you, Melaine. I have a brand new masterclass, which I've recently launched, which teaches people sort of more in depth about what we spoke about today. So I've sort of developed this method, which talks about branding communication and amplification. And this is how I've run uh, three six-figure businesses. I've kind of developed a bit of a method, which I feel like is different to what a lot of people out there are teaching. So I've developed a brand new masterclass, which teaches a lot of strategies around creating a personal brand that an audience connects with, uh, becoming a powerful communicator and showing up in a way that people really, that your ideal customer really connects with, and then tapping into other people's audiences to amplify your message. And so this is sort of like a method that's unique to me. And I would love to share some of the strategies with your audience. I have a brand new masterclass, which they can come along. It's free. It's online and you can register. I'm sure you're going to drop a link below, but it's amberinay.com forward slash impact. And you know, I like to help people uh, with their income, their impact and their influence. So that's what you're going to learn in this masterclass. Lots of yummy goodies that you're,
0: you're giving away. And I'll also, ladies that are listening in, everything that she's talking about, including links to get to her personal website and all that jazz will be on the show notes. So just go back to the link in your email or go to my website and you'll find everything. Amber, I'm so in love with you. I love everything that you're sharing today. And I'm so excited for the impact that you're creating with everyone. And before you go, the one question I've been asking a lot of the experts is, what is one book that has really impacted your life and supported you on your transformational journey?
1: Mm. So one book that it's actually only a recent one, but uh, I know a lot of your audience will already be pretty familiar with the law of attraction and, you know, the secret and those kind of things. But there's a book that I feel like is sort of next level after you're really familiar with all that kind of thing. So if you're kind of only just starting your journey with the secret, do not read this book because it's a little bit out there. It's a little bit crazy, talks about a lot of things that sort of even blew my mind. But it's called The Greatest Human Potential by Tom Kenyon. And it has just been, it feels like it's sort of like the next evolution after all the Abraham Hicks conversations. So I know I'm sure you would love Abraham Hicks. And this kind of goes next level at that. So it talks about fifth dimension and, like, the reason that we're on, on the planet and all this kind of thing. So it is super, super duper woo. malay not going to lie, it's super <laughs> super <duper. laughs> I, I love, love woo. I love woo. <laughs> I know. Who, love, who doesn't love the woo? The woo? Yeah. So uh, so that the greatest human potential, Tom Kenyon, totally blew my mind but even actually i should actually share with your tribe because i know your tribe really loves money blocks and a money block book that i recently finished which again was totally life-changing was by the author called oh uh tapping into wealth is the name of the book tapping into wealth and i can't remember the author's name oh margaret m fletcher and so margaret talks about tapping obviously you know tapping malayne eft but this book really has like 17 chapters and they talk about 17 different potential money blocks that you can have. I just finished it and it was totally mind blowing. I know your tribe is all about the money as well. So that is a great money book for anyone who wants a bit more of a strategy and a bit more of a practical book as well.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing so much wisdom and so many nuggets of gold. My personal book library is now exploding with all these (laughs) different books I have to get but I appreciate you being here with our audience today and I appreciate you sharing everything. Thank you so much,
1: Amber. Thanks so much for letting me connect with you and your tribe. I hope that you guys have got a few little nuggets of wisdom and I'll see you guys on the dance floor. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Thanks Amber. Bye guys. So make sure you connect with Amber. Thank you guys so much for listening And if you're liking what I'm sharing, like, share with your sister goddesses. Caring is sharing after all. And make sure you head over to my website, melainelee.com for any of the show notes and connect with Amber and all of her freebies and her goodies that she shared with you guys today. Have an amazing rest of your day.